you're listening to Death Battle Cast number 84. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hello, welcome to the Death Battle Cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle. I'm Ben, I play Wiz. I'm Sam, I write some of them. I'm Tori, I animate them. I was about to say Sam. You were about to say Sam. Forgot who you were. You want to be Sam. So bad. Luckily, we have these lower thirds that come up that you can just read your name off of. It's perfect. Yeah, but they're just like in case every, you forget. They're every show. They're there all the time. So. Yeah, he's over there too. And uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about Ryu versus Jin, uh, the death battle that just came out, as well as a bunch of other stuff. Because um, uh, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do on this show. Uh, but before we do that, thank you to Dollar Shave Club for sponsoring this episode of the Death Battle Cast. Uh, please stay tuned. For later in the show, we'll have a pretty good deal you can get with them, a lot of, and a lot of really cool products. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Which we all have tried. Yeah, that's great. And we have some stories about. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, how are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? How you doing? Good. Dude, I've had like the most insane week ever. It's been absolutely crazy, but all for the, all for the good. And then also in the middle of it, it was Fourth of July. Yeah. Blew yeah, up, blew just up a lot in of shit. a random Wednesday there. Yeah. I totally kinda... forgot that Wednesday was Fourth of July. We. <laughs> We kind of hundred percent blanked on that when we were scheduling this episode, uh, and we had the uh, Fourth uh, of July came uh, came up, and then on YouTube we posted uh, a fight between two buff Japanese video game characters. Uh, <laughs> I like very, how you spun it. Yes, yeah. very, uh, very. We, uh, what we should have done was had George Washington fight like the Queen, <laughs> <laughs> something like yeah, that. Definitely. That would have been dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Tori, what's up with that shirt? <laughs> this shirt? Yeah, the secret shirt. Hey, heads up, sit up so people can see it at least. Whoa! Mom? <laughs> Jeez! Sit up! I mean, there was a conversation about, like, let's not wear it this week, we can wear it the next week. Anyway, uh, we got a new shirt, it's coming soon. Uh, it's inspired by the kind of, like, pop comic art, and yeah. so we wanted to have some Look, fun know, with it. I know we do this every week, mm-hmm. but I forgot I, I, do, I do this today. That's yeah. why I put the shirt on. Well, you always have your headphones on. And so like Ben and I literally had this conversation in the bullpen where he was like, hey, should we wear the shirt on this episode? And I was like, no, let's save it for the next episode because it'll be much closer to the shirt coming out. And Ben was like, okay, cool. And then this morning I see Torian's wearing it and I was just like, well, hey, whatever. I just put it on. Extra tease. Like, yeah, extra sneak preview good. new shirt. I yeah. like it a lot. I think it's really cool. Thanks. I'm definitely going to wear dope. it next It's got dots and stuff. It's got it's stylized. <laughs> I like it. He's got dots and stuff. What more do you want? Loving those dots. Anyway, we do have uh, a lot of questions to get to uh, for Ryu versus Jin. And thank you, uh, first members, for watching this live. Uh, As always, you can interact with us using the chat in uh, uh, on the webpage right in front of you. If you're watching this live on Friday at 4 p.m., if you're watching this on YouTube uh, or on Rooster Teeth later on, that's awesome too. But if you watch it live, you can interact with the show. And we have a community death battle later on in the show. Between three cars this time. Yep. You get a vote. Yeah, you get to vote. So uh, there will be a link in the chat that you can uh, click on and go to that vote and tell us who you think should win a death race battle akin to what did we compare? Twisted metal. Twisted metal. Oh, okay. Um, between Kit, the Knight Rider car, Speed Racers, Mach 5, and the Batman. <laughs> What? I'm sorry, I just love that Kit just blasted up like right away. That's just nostalgia. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> somebody cast the first vote is, I believe, yeah. what happened there. That's it. Kit wins. Nope, it's Kit over. Wins. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, uh, and okay, so it's time to talk about Ryu versus Jin because we have quite a few questions to get to. Uh, uh, some about the analysis, some about the animation, and some about what's coming up next. But before we do that, it looks like we have a uh, little 
a uh, little promo, a little, little short little clip from our commentary that we did on the episode. If you don't know, we do a commentary on every single Death Battle episode that is released the day after the Death Battle is released for first members. That makes sense? Yes. I kind of went back and forth. It's, it's, a, a, fun, it's yeah. a fun little look of us. We all get in the VO booth and we just kind of talk about making the episode and make some jokes and just, uh, it, it's fun. So if you are a first member, uh, that's one of the things you get. So. Yeah. So we have a new format for it and uh, I guess we're going to show off a little bit of it. Let's go ahead and bring that up. From my esophagus, <laughs> oh, it starts right here. Okay. Orifice. Uh. That is loud. <laughs> yeah, coming to you straight out of the Ben orifice. Just what everybody wants to hear. <laughs> Hello, first members. Welcome to the commentary for this latest death battle. Chad, you told you me to start it. Fucker. And you literally just tried to start it. I was so confused. I'm sorry. I you thought told I me said to I start got it. it. I thought I you said told I got me it. to start oh, the no, video. And I started the video, oh, Chad. Well, I don't know. I was on my phone. Anyway, I'm joined by Chad, obviously, hey. as well as two other people who worked on this episode. Uh, I'm Sam. I wrote this episode. I'm a Tori. I animated most of this episode. It was all you, Tori, right? It was all me. <laughs> not Christina. All me. Not David. Nope. Not Alex. Do you hear them on commentary? Nobody from Rooster Teeth. <laughs> Are they on the cast? I guess we need to bring them on a commentary. I, they won't, they won't do it, so they don't have any proof we'll, that I'm lying. We'll, <laughs> we'll get them on there at some point. Wonderful commentary. And that was the intro to the commentary. Uh, if you want to actually see the commentary, there is that, I promise. I know that clip probably didn't tell you that. We do talk about the episode while the commentary. Uh, most of the time, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get sidetracked. Also, I noticed that I'm wearing the same shirt in that video as I am right now. So again, so. it's really important that you become first members so that Ben can buy new clothes. Yes. Like the Death Battle <laughs> shirt that's coming out pretty soon. Hey! <laughs> yeah, we didn't give one to Ben. Yeah. We need your support. Man. I'd really like one of those. All right, that's enough shameless <laughs> plugging of yes. all of our shit. All right. We're like seven minutes into this, and we haven't even talked about the fucking questions. So let's just let's get into it. it. Uh, if you haven't watched me versus Jen yet, I'm going to shameless plug God it right damn now. It. Because I, I do want to say we are going to spoil it. So I hope you've watched it. If you haven't, get ready to be spoiled. Because <laughs> be spoiled. 3, 2, 1, Ryu wins. Oh, Damn, you just really oh, wow, put that out okay. there real quick. I, well, I have to because content. that's what the questions are about. Yeah. Like, the well, first that's... question is, uh, in order to figure out that Ryu won, you relied on scaling quite a lot. Is that fair? Um, it's more, first and first, it's uh, kind of a necessity with how these characters work. Like, we, we, I think we discussed this last week a little bit, actually. Or maybe it was in the commentary where we talked about a lot how... With yeah. these kind of characters, especially it seems a lot of times from characters from fighting games, they don't have a lot of stuff. It's not like Superman where you have, what, 80 years now of just shit to pull on and like him exactly. doing stuff. They don't have a ton of stuff, so it's necessary a lot of times to go to scaling. And fighting games are notoriously thin on story. Yeah, yes. like and, super thin. So And yeah. I honestly found it kind of surprising just how little uh, Ryu and Jin's like maximum potential is really explored in their series outside of them fighting specific characters. We don't really see a whole lot of Ryu uh, training outside of lifting a boulder with Oro. We don't really see a whole lot of Jin like really pushing himself to his limit. Uh, so we have to scale them to these other characters. To well, a, to a it's pretty much like how many games have they been in? Okay, it's the ending of each game. They have one impressive thing. Yeah, pretty Besides much. Besides that, it's just fighting and like filler. Yeah. So, 
So normally, uh, I, I totally understand that some like uh, uh, recurring, you know, viewers of Death Battle might might have felt a little weird, uh, or might have thought that it felt a little weird how much time we spent on scaling. Because we usually don't do a lot. We don't usually yeah. do that. Uh, we usually try to like we do take scaling into account. Uh, especially more nowadays than like way early death battle, but uh, we tend to really try to focus on the feats that the characters themselves have done and use that to kind of explore them even if we do, you know, go into scaling. So spending so much time on them, uh, on Akuma and Kazuya, I, I know some people were commenting that it just feels like we might as well have just done an Akuma <laughs> versus Kazuya fight at this point. Um, and, and yeah, that is... I guess that is true to a certain extent, but we didn't know that going into it. Yeah. And, yeah. and at the same time, I don't know if people would have cared as much about an Akuma versus Kazuya fight. Mm -hmm. Rhea versus Jin was definitely requested way more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like we've said, this season is the season of highly requested fights, and uh, we're really getting into some of the really highly uh, requested episodes now, uh, getting up to episode 100. Like the next one, which we'll talk about later on. <laughs> uh, so question number two. Uh, you clearly cherry-picked cannons to support a winner you want. You included everything for Ryu, including his manga appearances, but, cu but cut out tech and material. Why include Tag Tournament and not Blood Vengeance? So, this one... I don't want to spend too much time on this, because we, we talked about it in the episode. We say, literally, like, well, one, we talked about it in the episode, and two, if you're confused at all about how the Death Battle rules work, we did a Death Battle cast, literally called The Rules of Death Battle, where we really went into how they work. So I recommend watching that. Um, but essentially, we look at, we take the main canon, which in this case would be the games for Ryu and Jin, and we look at non-canon material that is supporting evidence for that. So tag tournament, at least Jin's accomplishments can be seen as supporting evidence. Blood Vengeance, it can't because he achieves some other form that doesn't exist in the games, and just yeah. like some weird And the thing. creator was like, yeah, that's non-canon shit. Yeah, also like he says that. But, because uh, I, I can kind of understand why people would think, like, um, okay, so we've got Ryu and we're looking at comics to support what he does in the games. Sure, if you really want to be, like, super, uh, uh, what's the word? Not critical, but, like, specific about how you want to analyze this character, maybe you would decide, okay, we're only using games. Maybe you would decide, okay, well, we're only using movies. I mean, we, but we don't do that. We can even show it in, like, there are things from the Udon comics for Ryu that he does that we did not include because he never did in any other, like there's no supporting evidence. Like he, in, in a, towards the end of it, he completely teleports to a different continent. Like we weren't gonna consider that because he never does that in any other occurrence. So we, for us, I mean, there's no supporting it, evidence. But okay, we would not, we would not use that yeah. to justify a victory. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. that's the main thing. It's like, we know it's there, but it's, it's not supporting evidence of anything at that point because it's the one and only occurrence of it. Right. Because uh, if we just stick to one canon, we're removing a lot of what people know about the character, think of the character, and we remove a lot of opportunities to really explore what that character is capable of. Mm -hmm. So, and, and most, most people watching these kinds of shows don't really, they don't really care. Like, they're, they're not really in it to... I, I don't think most people really want us to focus on one timeline mm -hmm. because if we do then the timeline that they're most fam uh, familiar with is completely ignored right and, and also it's more fun like uh, they don't part, get to see what they want to see right and also part of our show is like yeah we have the entertainment factor of that but a lot of it is also you know learning about these characters and it's been so cool that I see a lot of right. comments that are just like, I really, like, you know, some people are like, fuck it, I skipped to the fight. Other people are like, I love the rundowns because like, even if it's like a character that I know, like, 
I've learned so much. And we've talked about that a lot. Like, even for me, like, I'm a huge Street Fighter fan, right? Like, I love it. But then when I started looking into Ryu for Ryu vs. Scorpion, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I learned so much more about him that I didn't know. And so it gets to add that element, too. Yeah. And just to counter the idea that we included everything for Ryu, uh, we did not include everything. In fact, there was one specific... Uh, appearance that Ryu has that if we did include it would Asura. blow everything yeah. out of the water. Yeah, he fights Asura in Asura's Wrath. Yeah. And Asura blasts him in base form from Earth to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> and then they fight on the moon. He's fine. He just fights Asura on the moon. Yeah, and it's so. stuff of like that isn't supporting evidence of anything. Like right. that's a singular occurrence. So we're just in like, a no, like non we look at it, we know it's event. there. I mean, but. if it was canon, and then like they straight up were like, "This is the way it goes," and yes, he can do that, then we'd be like, "Well, shit, okay." But <laughs> yeah, we just don't do that if it's in a non-canon. Like if it were in a Street Fighter game, yeah, then yeah, we would have to look at that. And, and if like, it was okay. one of the Absolutely. canon yeah, endings in a Street Fighter game, because there's that. I mean, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> canon and non-canon, and like that—that—that's actually one of the reasons why I decided on this way of looking at canon material versus non-canon material is fighting games. Mm -hmm. Fighting games have a lot of different possible endings, yep. but there's supposedly only one canon ending to right. every one. Like, is Ryu's the real ending? Is Ken's the real ending? Is it like a mix of their endings? Who, wh which ending is right? And the best way to look at it, in my opinion, is to think that yeah, sure, maybe one of them is is canon. But all of them are possible. Alternate, alternate futures. <laughs> yeah, all of them are possible endings, possible futures. So you got to look at them as mm -hmm. if they could be canon or are canon or are at least possible in that canon. Mm -hmm. So and that kind of they're supporting evidence at that point. Yep. So it's the same kind of deal. Uh, next question: uh, You said Ryu's control over Muno Ken is greater than Jin's control over his Devil form, but that's not true. As of Tekken Seven, Jin has full control over the Devil gene. This is just a really quick one. Okay, so the, I assume they're talking about like the very final scene. In the, the very final shot yeah. that you see Jin yeah. in Tekken 7, he seems to activate it on his own. And people are interpreting that, some people are interpreting that as he suddenly has full control over it. Yeah, and that was something where uh, clearly we saw that and we were like, okay, that's the thing, but we have no way... It's literally like the last, I don't know, yeah, one second. He doesn't second. do anything in that game. There's no evidence right? like, that he has full control over it. He's always been able to go into it at any yeah, point. Yeah. Oftentimes when he goes into it in the story, it is involuntarily because he is fighting it. Yeah. That is his relationship with the devil gene. And there's a comic that we show in the episode that very specifically shows his relationship with it. It's constantly like eating at him, egging at him, trying to get him to go into it. He can yeah. choose to go into it whenever he wants. Yeah, he just gives up. He just stops fighting. He's like, he yeah, fuck it. doesn't want yeah. to. So I would interpret that ending more so as him giving in to the devil gene. Now, if Jin said to the camera, <laughs> I have full control of the devil gene now, <laughs> completely fucking different story. He'd be like, oh yeah, he's got it. We, he's got full control, got it. But like, he says nothing, you just see the tattoos and shit show up on his face and then it's cut to black. And yep. you're like, okay, well, we how how are we going to make large-scale assumptions based right, on that? Because we don't do assumptions. That like, I, and, like, even though. having seen that, I will not be surprised if in Tekken 8 that is part of the storyline, but mm -hmm. we can't oh, say that for sure right now. Right now. I would honestly be willing to predict that in Tekken 8 there is going to be a storyline about him taking control. And maybe his Assumably, angel yeah. blood was... Uh, Kazama Blood 
kind of helping like merge with the devil form to give him control or whatever. I'm sure that's going to be a thing. Uh, if it's not but... some heaven and hell bullshit, I'll be blown <laughs> away. Like... <laughs> but like, even if he does have control of the devil gene, that is one very minor point of the argument that we presented in the episode. Like, the numbers are really the big thing. Like, mm -hmm. Just the, the power that Ryu has is, is what ultimately got him the victory. Uh, okay, next question. <laughs> this is one that we get every so often. But I actually dug into it this time. It is, you guys are too predictable. The one who transforms first always loses. So I actually dug into a lot of our more recent episodes that where a character has trans, or, or multiple characters have transformations. Um, and like very few of them, this is true for very few of them. Yeah. In fact, does, I don't know if it it's true for any of the ones that are the most recent. It doesn't work like that for, I'm thinking, I know I did Ganon Bowser a while ago, but that one doesn't work that way. Well, somebody, like, uh, there are some that, that there's only one transformation. Well, like broke that down recently, though. Like, I put, like, a percent. Yeah, I just looked at the most recent, like, oh, okay. seasons worth. Yeah. Uh, Sephiroth versus Virgil. Sephiroth goes into one winged angel before Virgil goes uh, devil trigger. Uh, Naruto goes into six path stage mode before Ichigo goes into Hollow Mask. Uh, Metal Sonic and Zero. Zero goes into Black Zero before Metal Sonic does anything regarding mm -hmm. his transformations. So no, that's not true. But everybody likes, I mean, you know, with the kind of stuff where you're, you don't know the outcome and you want to know the outcome, people always try and find a system or a pattern or like yeah. some kind of I like the concept theory. of it though, because like what a stupid way for us to decide like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't know why we would do that. Uh, question five, uh, doesn't the power of nothingness only affect evil people? Um, and this is just, what? it's not really uh, true. It's just a thing no. that I think a lot of people interpreted the power of nothingness. Oh. No, and if it did, he the guy Devil. started World War III. Like, <laughs> I think you can say he's at least somewhat evil. If it did, but sure. The, but the answer is no. Um, I think this comes from the ending of Street Fighter V where yeah, he blasts. Yeah. The fire and like Chun Li and a bunch of other characters are technically in yeah. the power of nothingness Sudoken, and they don't get injured by it. But but his energy isn't focused on to them, and right. also it doesn't like I don't know it, it it just wouldn't make very he he can use his energy on what he wants to use yeah. it on. Well, not only is fire just not evil, it's just a thing. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing to indicate that it would only work. Well, it's, on yeah, and it's still yeah. his key. It's yeah, yeah. clearly it's, hits anything. What, what I think it's easier to interpret that scene as is that he has like perfect control over his energy, mm -hmm. which we do mention in the in the episode that uh, the Muno Ken form gives him better control over his energies. So that's the way we interpreted it. Uh, it wasn't as, that specific thing about the power of nothingness wasn't a big deal to the analysis in terms of comparing it to Jin, but it's just something I saw a couple people ask about. Uh, okay, this is I think probably the biggest question that people have, that I've seen the biggest debates about, is Akuma being in Tekken 7. Heihachi and Kazuya defeated Akuma and Shin Akuma in Tekken 7, so shouldn't Jin scale to Akuma just like Ryu? There's a couple things mm, about this. Good question, Ben. This is a good question, <laughs> except... Watch you squirm out of this one. <laughs> well, okay. I thought well. about talking about this in the episode. I thought about including a thing about this, but... I felt like it would take too long and add, it's already a 20 minute long episode. I don't want to. So you're just gonna pad this episode. So I'm gonna <laughs> fit it into this. This what? is exactly what Death Battle Cast is for. So, 
Do we scale Jin to Akuma because Akuma appears in Tekken 7 and apparently, according to questions, Heihachi and Kazuya defeat Akuma and Shin Akuma. Uh, okay, the first point is, they don't beat him. him. I was just about to say, he kind of just leaves. They don't they beat don't him. Beat him? They don't beat him. He kind of just leaves. There are three fights. There are three main fights between these guys. Heihachi fights Akuma at one point. Yeah. And then uh, first form Devil Kazuya fights Akuma and then final form Devil Kazuya fights Shin Akuma. Mm -hmm. So the way these work is Akuma beats Heihachi. He does win against Heihachi. It is off screen. There's a cut and it cuts to like, like security cam footage of Akuma walking away and some voiceover saying, a giant explosion rocketed the Mishima Dojo. And then several cutscenes later, there's like, it cuts to a pile of rubble and Heihachi bursts out of it. It's like, I'm still alive, fuckers. Super Shredder style. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause that's what Heihachi, Heihachi does. Heihachi is like, Pretty much unkillable. It seems. <laughs> like his storylines are so stupid. Like he die dies so yeah. often and then comes All back. The I mean, this whole game, with no explanation. This whole game was more so about him than sure. But like at the two. end of it, he's thrown into lava. Yeah. And I would totally not be surprised if he just shows up in Tekken oh, Eight. And they don't be explain eight. it. No <laughs> doubt. It's <laughs> just Darth Vader. Yeah. No way he's not an eight. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So Akuma does beat Heihachi. Uh. Against Kazuya, first form devil Kazuya, that match is interrupted actually by the Independence Day laser that we talked about, which uh, means that Akuma survives the 3.7 megaton explosion in base form, whereas Kazuya needs a devil form to do it. Interesting little comparison in Tekken. <laughs> look at him, um, him smug. Oh and my then, god, he's, <laughs> yeah, no, he's so yeah. smug about it. I was just saying, I'm gonna so, drop that out there. He's so smug. Going for uh, the dunk. And I'm then, just gonna add motherfucker to the end of all your Full form Devil Kazuya fights Shin Akuma, and that fight is unfortunately just uh, cut off. We don't know what happens. Motherfuckers. Like, uh, <laughs> we don't know what happens. I, I can understand why people would think that Kazuya wins because you do play as Kazuya against him. You motherfuckers. Uh, Although I, I do think it's worth mentioning that while that is supposed to be Shin Akuma, it doesn't look anything like Shin Akuma. Mm, like yeah. he's got his own look. Wait, why is it supposed to be Shin Akuma? Uh, it's just regular Akuma. It's not regular Akuma at the end. It's he stomps his foot and then just like purple energy yeah. hovers around his head. Oh, that's about that's about it. Like Shin Akuma in the Street Fighter games uh, has more energy. Sometimes it's like white sure, hair. Sure. Right. He, he starts it's, looking it's all bestialish. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So this Shinakuma doesn't seem like the same Shinakuma. I just took it as he just had more power. Well, that leads me to like <laughs> my. He, ah! I'm sure he has more power than he did when he fought first form Devil Kazuya, but I don't think this is the same Akuma as the Akuma from Street Fighter. I don't think we can say that that he's the same Akuma, and I don't think we can give this Akuma in Tekken 7 the same feats I that mean, Akuma can do in Street Fighter. Because it's he, a different universe. Yeah, he is that character, but it's that character in a different universe. So, like, it is weird. Yeah, it's strange. The whole thing about Akuma showing up in Tekken 7 as if he is just a canon character in this universe, not just like a Darth Vader showing up in Soul Calibur for no fucking reason. Yeah, he's like so. part of the story. He's yeah. part of the story, which means he's not the same Akuma. Also, I thought something was said about that from the Street Fighter guy, the the producer of Street Fighter, like Akuma from Street Fighter is oh, comes yeah, to the Street Fighter franchise. But, but the thing, also the thing that necessarily like it would have been a lot more. And like, obviously, we considered it and we looked at all of it, but no one like if they would have handily just like shit on Akuma, <laughs> it would be a different story and we would be looking at it a lot different. But that wasn't sure. the case at all. Well. <laughs> I love Sam took his glasses off for that. 
Here's the thing. It's not the same Akuma. <laughs> we no, we no, can't no, say no, that this no. Akuma is the same because it it doesn't make any sense to say that. Oh. For one thing, we are uh, we're taking feats from Tekken and comparing it to the Street Fighter universe. Sure. And and we're scaling Jin based on feats in the Tekken universe. Sure. If we're scaling him to Akuma from the Street Fighter universe, we're suddenly ignoring all of the stuff that's happening in the Tekken universe and now scaling him entirely based on the rules of a different universe. But Akuma doesn't seem to do. Akuma is in Tekken Seven. Sure. Playing by their rules. But he doesn't seem to do anything different from his game. But he does. He goes into a different Shin Akuma form and uses the... Uh, that form looks different across his own games. He's got white hair and stuff. In multiple Street Fighters, the Shin Akuma looks a little bit different every he's time. He's also got a different backstory. He is he's friends, in a different story! He's, he's in a different game! Him. Exactly. That's what, he's, That's okay. what I'm Tori just, saying. Tori just flip-flopped right. on his... <laughs> he, he, for some reason in Tekken 7, sure. Akuma is friends with... Kazumi from the Hachijo clan, and he's concerned about the fate of the planet because he thinks that Hachi or, or Heihachi and Kazuya are dangerous enough to cause turmoil throughout the planet. You go to Street Fighter, Akuma doesn't give a fuck what happens to the <laughs> yeah, planet. Yeah, like what, what is he in, in Street Fighter? And other, uh, and more evidence on this, uh, Tekken and Street Fighter cannot share the same world. It is impossible for them to share the same world because Tekken 6, I think it's 6, has World War III. And if World War III existed in the same world that Street Fighter was in, pretty sure a couple Street Fighter characters would have been involved in it or had have been affected by it. There's a couple military and government characters in also, there. Also, why would why would none of the Street Fighter characters go to the Tekken tournament or vice versa? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's World Warrior tournaments and every character in Tekken minus like three gives a fuck about being the strongest warrior <laughs> in the world. Like, I don't know, it's just, yeah. So basically, with all that in mind, if we are going to give Akuma the same feats that he has in the Street Fighter universe, it doesn't work because it doesn't follow the same rules we have been applying to everything. Because in that case, we are looking at the Tekken Akuma as the main Akuma, and we're trying to give supporting evidence from the Street Fighter universe that doesn't support him. So we can't do that. He's a different character. So ultimately, you can't scale him it would be fucking weird anyway, scaling Jin <laughs> to another universe in order to determine that he's actually this strong in his universe, where none of the feats are even remotely like the feats in the other universe. You motherfuckers. It, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> What's the next question? The next question is, uh, <laughs> oh, since when was Ryu's dojo right above the Spring Maiden vault from Ruby Volume 5? Hey, that was for you guys. Yeah. That was for all of you, and for budget. <laughs> mainly, mainly for budget. Mainly for you budget. You asked for that. You wanted to do mainly it. Mainly for, no, it was definitely mainly for budget. <laughs> I thought it, it just. We it, buy you environments all the it time. All, it all came together. Right, but like in this situation, because of our new pipeline, even if we purchase an environment, it has to be, it has to be that's like true. fixed and edited and all cleaned up, and that's expensive. So that vote already exists <laughs> and it's already made by the lovely talented people over at RT Animation and we were like, hey, yeah. can we use that? And they were like, sure. Well, there originally it was a dojo on top of a mountain and they were oh, supposed yeah, to break right. out the wall yeah. and go down the side do of the mountain that. and then fight in a canyon nah, and then you that. were like, I got an idea and we were like, straight that. through the floor, yeah. like into yeah. the cavern because why not? Your idea so. was way more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the writer ideas are always more expensive. Like. Oh, yeah. I, and then, like, when down. you told me that idea, I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, Sam, this sounds so cool. We cannot afford that. <laughs> like, time or production-wise, I'm like, 
what if we skip the outside part and we just go straight to the cavern? It worked. It was fine. And so, honestly, yeah. like a lot of people got a kick out of it. Like, nice. I saw so many comments. They were like, oh, that's such a cool like little, little crossover little camera. Easter egg. That's what's fun about you know being down here and uh, a part of Rooster Teeth. Yeah, we like, get to save money. Well, that, but also like we get to do these cool little like crossover cameos. Share things, you know? like but the fact that money. we got to write an episode of Red versus Blue uh, and that the our characters kind of exist in that world. Um, and you know, little things like that. It's it's fun. It's fun little Easter eggs uh, for the people who are fans of m multiple series. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. All right, and we have one more question. This one I'm excited for. The question is: You motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> is the next motherfucking death battle oh a motherfucking sprite animation? Nope. And we have a little video to play. Show you exactly what you guys are in for for the next episode. Let's go ahead and bring that up. Like the shortest that was teaser the shortest. ever. Very short. Uh, well, I don't want to very... reveal it. No, no. I know, but I'm mad. I want to see. More. I know, right? Like I know, right? Uh, the entire. So the next fight is Samurai Jack versus Afro Samurai, uh, one of the most popular requ uh, requests we've ever had. And the entire thing is hand drawn, hand animated by your own Luis. Who uh, is a god? Yeah, who's been doing a phenomenal very job. Very talented. Yeah. Uh, early on, uh, when we were planning this season, he came up to me and was like, "Hey." hey. I really want to do Samurai Jack versus Afro Samurai. But I, wanna... I think I could do the whole thing hand animated. I think it wasn't even, I think it was, but I want to do it yeah. hand animated. I want to do it hand animated. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. so, like, I'm so happy. I don't have anything against the sprites. I think they're very charming. And they are, like, the foundation of this show. Very charming is saying enough. But. <laughs> I think they're very charming. But I've, like, seen more than this five-second clip we just seen here, and it looks great. Mm. It looks the, so I, good. Like, yeah. Writing this one, like we had so such a specific ending in mind, mm -hmm. and the fact that it panned out perfectly, yeah. like, it's hella dope. Ah, so cool. There's I'm also so quite a bit, there's some There's some gore in this one, and like I'm watching Luis the just gore, like definitely. draw the gore yeah, yeah. so slowly, and I'm like, man, that's gross. I never thought about <laughs> yeah. that part of hand animation, but yeah, you yeah. gotta draw like yeah. every little it part of it. It spends like three hours on like... On blood this, splatter, or like yeah. blood splatter, it, it leans toward the Afro side of goriness, definitely. Like yeah. usually, we try and make a nice. Or Samurai Jack kind of season stuff, five, like. Oh whatever. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I don't know how we would have done. Like, we haven't done Samurai Jack versus Afro Samurai because, in my mind, it needs to be like this. Yep. Like mm -hmm. we couldn't, we couldn't not do it hand animated. Uh, because that's that's the only way you can give these characters the justice they deserve. Just like the smoky uh, fight. Yeah, just like just like it. Well, I'm just saying, like we couldn't we couldn't do that fight <laughs> unless it was like drawn, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah sure. That would have yeah. been a silly sprite fight. It just wouldn't have fit the characters. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, that comes out for verse members uh, July 23rd, and then on YouTube July 25th. So we're really excited to share that episode with you guys. We've been working on it for quite a while. Luis has been. Uh, going hard on that for a while, months now. Yeah, uh, he's been he's been really enjoying it though. Like yeah. he's really it's, excited to finish it up. Definitely his passion yeah. project. Yes, he's it referred looks, to it as his baby more than a couple dozen. <laughs> it times. looks pretty dope too. It's I mean this one's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, really excited about it. Mm -hmm. But hey, speaking of blades, 
Oh, snap that I was, that I was time for uh, <laughs> time to talk a little bit about Dollar Shave Club. Um, so listen, if you ever shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, so, if, you know, human, uh, I've got good news for you. Uh, Dollar Shave Club has a lot of stuff to help you out. Uh, Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Um, let's see. So, listen. We've talked about Dollar Shave Club a lot on the show. They've been a sponsor for a really long time. Um, but they're more than just their razors. Uh, uh, like, you name it. They've got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, even a wipe that will leave, uh, you know, your, uh, your nether region. And by that, I mean your butt. You can choose whichever one. Uh, <laughs> feeling tingly clean. I, I, left I have it right here. Way. You do, Ben. I have it right oh, here. Oh, use one. Um, I've used it. It's no, really use it right cool. now. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, we've gotten some samples. So, like... Sometimes we'll like, you know, we'll get our box in and like, you know, I'll like, we, it's great because we always kind of like fight over like who's going to get what. Um, but we recently got like a massive care package too. Uh, and we got to check out a ton of their products uh, and it was great. So Ben, Ben got to take the butt wipes home. The one They're pretty nice actually. Like details. These things smell really good. <laughs> like way better than you expect anything you're going to put in your butt to ever smell. <laughs> not in. I don't think you're supposed to put not it in. Not necessarily in. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Just Whoa. On. Ben, on. there are directions, Whoa. perhaps. I think oh, no, no, that's what was wrong. <laughs> no, uh, but no, these actually feel really good to use. And uh, uh, I, I was thinking of a way to describe how it feels to use this, and then I turned this, this little packet around, and I saw what was written on the back of it, and I thought, this just describes it perfectly. So I'd like to read that real quick. Do it. If Go for it. That's okay. Um, this is straight from Dollar Shave Club. So, you get it. Your ass is a major part of your life, and you recognize that it deserves the same level of care and service as the rest of you. One Wipe Charles, it's this, uh, were designed with the understanding that your ass is a key player, and you want it to last, feel great, and smell great. Your ass Dollar is a key club. player. Really? Uh, I have a, I have a, one of these stupid Fitbit things, and I can tell you I take more or like less than like a few thousand steps a day. So my ass is certainly the MVP. Uh, I, am, I sit down like ninety percent of my life. It is fucking gangster. So treat it. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, so we got to try about like I got to check out the uh, the amber and lavender uh, calming body cleanser, and I also get to do their uh, shampoo, and it's been great. And you know it's funny because like one thing I want to throw out is like for people like I'm really weird about scents. Like really strong scents that are like potpourri or like anything like that. Like they just make me like, uh, and like, it didn't bother me. Like it, it has like a scent to it. So when I first smelled it, I'm not gonna lie. My first impression was like, oh, I don't know if this is gonna work for me. But then I like, I, I used it. Got to check it all out. And I'm like, I smell nice. I'm just gonna say that. I feel I don't use cologne, but now I've got this like nice kind of like uh, amber lavender scent to it. And it's a uh, but it's still kind of you know manly too. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. Sam uh, is like the smoothest he's ever been. Yes, I shaved last night for the first time in a long time. Okay, so, like, I could talk about the whole slew of products, but one in particular, they have this, I think it's just called Lather, right? Uh-huh. Like, I'm almost 30. I think I've encountered most things in life where, like, I rarely get surprised anymore. Whatever this stuff is, is, like, the weirdest material in the world in a good way. You, you remember Harry Potter movies when they had unicorn blood? <laughs> Like, I'm not joking with this. It, Go on. It has, no, it Go has on. this weird, like, mercurial, like, thing to it. Uh -huh. I have, like, it was, and then I put it on my face, and I was like, what is this? It's amazing. It's like, <laughs> it, it feels like you're rubbing liquid silk on your face. It is liquid. so, like, I was, I was just sitting in the bathroom, blood. like, what is this? Well, dude, like, I should have brought it. It has this weird, like, 
metallic, like, I don't know, it just looks like unicorn blood. <laughs> it looks like they've whipped up mercury. It's really, it's really, like, I put it in my hand, I was like, I've never seen this before. Like, I'm, like, I've seen so many things in life, and I was like, this is just not anything I've seen before. What is this? And it's like liquid silk, it was weird, but it, like, it's super awesome. It's just like, I don't, it was new. Like, yeah, I haven't, it was new. It, it opened was, your mind to like a whole new world of shaving? Yeah, plus it's smooth as hell over here. <laughs> like, it's good, I was, yeah, and plus nice. like the razors, I always forget how good a, like a new razor, like a good razor is, and then you shave and I was like, oh my God, like, it's worth it. Well, and that's a great thing. <laughs> I'd pay every uh, penny. Because you sign up with Dollar Shave Club. I mean, they're constantly sending this stuff to you, so you don't have to worry about your razors getting old because they keep you stocked when you need it. Um, so, and remember, all of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget. You'll feel the difference. Plus, shipping is free with your membership. So, here's a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club products. Uh, for just five bucks, you can get their daily essential starter set. Comes with body cleanser, one wipe Charlie's, their amazing butt wipes that Ben was going on about, uh, their world famous shave butter, which is great, it's clear, it's amazing, uh, and their best razor, the six blade executive, which is what kept Sam looking all smooth and great. Uh, so nice. keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month and add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need. Uh, check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash cast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash cast. Seriously, buy, check it out. It's great. Buy that shave lather. It is a fascinating material. And <laughs> I'm just going to throw the disclaimer <laughs> that yeah. it's probably not actually unicorn blood. <laughs> I, or, wouldn't, or I wouldn't be or so sure. Definitely don't want yet. Not that either. <laughs> it's it not is, that. It is interesting. Like I'm not kidding. I, it was just such a fascinating new material. Like it was. <laughs> it was like getting some like space like goop, and you're just like, hmm. <laughs> so new. I just imagine. Like, I just imagine. I was Sam blown away by the whole best thing. Best time. This 20 minutes he was in the bathroom. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, in space. <laughs> I, like, I literally was done shaving, and then I put some back on just to re-experience <laughs> It's just like the most interesting, like I haven't used anything like it in my life. It was, just, it was good, good experience overall. <laughs> we'll right. do again. We'll do again. Sold me. All right, we're going to talk about the community death battle in a little bit. Uh, but if you haven't voted yet, right now, the Mach 5 and Batmobile are tied for first. They're battling oh, it out, going yes. back and forth, and Kit is right behind him. Man, he so, had such a strong start. Yeah, yeah, so if you haven't voted yet, you can click the link in the uh, chat room uh, right now and go do that and help out whichever car is your favorite. Um, but right now, it's time to see what's going on. So, have you guys heard about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. and they That's keep casting live action. People. Yeah, no. It, right. No, I've heard a little bit about it, and then I, I know you're talking about. You're talking about robotics. It's right? live action, and they just announced uh, in this past week that Jim Carrey is going to be playing Doctor Robotic. Yep. Every time I think of Jim Carrey playing something silly, all I can think about is the Riddler. That's what. She, I mean, he's played a lot. I of think silly he did characters. a good job as the Riddler. No, I mean, I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's just when I think of Jim Carrey. Playing I mean, no, silly I, stuff. I, I, I feel you. I get you. I mean. I guess you could compare the Riddler to Dr. Robotnik. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, orange yes. hair. Perfect. Um, That's probably how I was going to look. A little eccentric. That's good. I what, was like the, what was the last thing Jim Carrey did? I don't even remember. Was it oh. The Grinch? Um, no, he's he doing did some. Olivia Philip Morris? Was that it? Oh, it might have been that. He's doing a that bunch of anti Trump dope. art. That's what he's been in the news for lately. Oh, really? Yeah, that's about. All that I can remember, he's done. What was Jim Carrey's last like good thing like that everyone remembers? I love you, Philip Morris. Oh, maybe not I heard that was really good. I but that it. movie is super good. Yeah, I like Yes Man. 
That was cool. Oh, I, I hardly remember that. I know what you're talking about. Oh, Bruce Almighty is probably what everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. the last like real. He was in the the Bad Batch. I don't know what that Bad is. Bad Batch of like cookies or something. Yes. Oh, Dumber and Dumber Two. Oh, that's oh, right. Dumber yeah. Two that and uh, Anchorman Two. I believe he is also so. an executive producer on that Showtime show. I'm dying up here. It's about stand-up comedians in like the oh 70s. My God. It's super good. I just realized. He I, hasn't been a whole lot lately. I forgot. I never watched it. Rich. Too. He doesn't have to. Not, it wasn't all that great. Well, that's what everyone told me. Because like we were gonna go see it, and I was. I think you guys all went and saw it, and I was sick. And then I never went and watched it because you all were like, oh, it was not that good. I, Anchorman itself, I feel like, was like, you had to be the right age to really get into. Because I feel like I haven't seen it in a long time, but I feel mm -hmm. like if I watched it now, I wouldn't really get into it as much. Um, and so Anchorman Two, maybe, I was already in that. Period of my life, or just like that was around the time with like anymore. Anchorman and Talladega Nights, those yeah. types of movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he's the image is Doctor Eggman, just staring at me. Live action or Sonic. So like, is are the are the animals gonna be CG? I really hope it's just. A is it gonna be like the game? Like, Sonic so Six. It, it's no. gonna be like uh, a mix. So so Sonic just is a gonna hedgehog be CG. They've painted blue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is my dream. Like just <laughs> a, great. a real I want life hedgehog that they've trained to run around. <laughs> On two little, legs. That looks they do so a awkward. little CG to make him look like he's going fast. Really, everybody else in the scene is just going slow, and then they speed it up. It's I want some uneducated executive to like make the CG Sonic look as close to a real hedgehog as he can. Like, oh my god, now and everything. Yeah, because you like, know Sonic fans are totally just willing to let Sonic change his appearance as much as possible. They'll love that. They're going to put the werewolf in who's it. throwing shade. He's gonna <laughs> like, bandages, <laughs> like, all up. He's going to look like Cloud from Advent <gasps> That's Children. That's probably what they're like, going to do. They're probably going to do the Sonic Boom Sonic. Bandages. He'll just be a kid with blue Liberty Spikes. <laughs> just gonna they haven't so revealed mad. what Sonic's supposed to look like. They it's haven't even like, talked about who's voicing him or anything like that. It's going to be like Sonic it's Jaleel, White. Jaleel White. Yeah, I we are all on the same If it's not, that's fucking unacceptable. Oh, it's almost certainly not going to be Jaleel White. Do you know how movies work? If you ain't swinging big dicks, you're not in the pictures, Chad. <laughs> the little wife's old news, man. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in, like, fucking sci-fi channel movies with sharks now. He like, going to cast Donald Glover. He also was in... He's the new Jaleel White. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Just calling it They now. will. They could totally do that. But uh, Jaleel White was Sonic in that. Do you remember when Eddie LeBron made a uh, yeah. live-action short? Yeah, short? The, yeah, this the... Uh, Sonic film? Yep. Um, he was Sonic in there, and he doesn't really sound like the Sonic that people remem remember him being anymore. He's too old. I mean, and that's fine. That's it is. Bad. It has been, like, 20 years. It's gonna yeah. be... It just sounds like it's gonna be Sean Schimmel. Sonic. Old man Sean Sonic. Schimmel? Schimmel? <laughs> <laughs> Schimmel. It's, uh, or Christopher Nolan. Like, there's a good chance it'll be Christopher Nolan. <laughs> it's gonna be Christopher Nolan. He's, like, really deep voice. Fuck Idris it. Elba. It's the same <gasps> Yo, voice. that'd be sick. Like, the It'd same voice he uses for Joel. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> so that's a thing. It's gonna look out. like Sonic right. 06. Watch. Uh, let us know if you're excited for the Sonic the Hedgehog live Jeez. action. I'm movie. excited to watch the train crash. Like, and it's it's just it's nobody. Gonna, I don't, yeah, it could be I don't dope. know. Do you think people are gonna watch it? I like, mean, I we will. I just it? have to see what they. Who's do. directing like, it? People like us will. Who's sure. directing it? Uh, let me check. I actually don't know. Cause I want to. Cause we gotta figure out who's directing it, and then we directed can by out. Jeff Fowler. What did he do? Did, oh, Jeff Fowler. 
me figure out what kind of movies. Oh, tell me it's his first film. Uh oh. The only thing on the Sonic Wiki is shows that he uh, was a producer for the Shadow of the Hedgehog game cutscenes. <laughs> so that's they're very, all gonna have guns. That's very specific. <laughs> I did. I did notice. So the director for Deadpool One is now the pro producer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. And people were wondering why that happened. Like he left Deadpool Two to produce Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was looking at his. That's a call. Yeah. Deadpool, <laughs> Deadpool One. I, I, I was looking at what he's done, and he was also on the Shadow of the Hedgehog game. What? So that's why. Well, the, Deadpool he's, One. He's got connections like, to some people yeah, yeah. who did these. Deadpool One CGI is like largely scenes. animated secretly. Like, yeah, a lot of yeah. that movie is animated. Oh, he's the guy who. Oh no, he didn't direct Where the Wild Things Are. He was animation research and development. Okay. Uh. Yeah, but they did do a good job of blending weird little monsters. In with a real kid. This, this is his first. This is his directorial debut for a feature film. Okay. So Sweet. who knows he, what's he gonna happen? He seems to have a good get Abrams. He seems I, to have a grasp over hyperrealism and animation. I, I do mixture. have. It, this does really feel like like uh, Sonic has or Sega recently has really embraced how just ridiculous. The Sonic fandom has become and how like memes and things like that. Mm -hmm. How how crazy the just overall tone of the fan yeah. has become. I, I almost feel like this is a big troll. <laughs> like Dude, I wouldn't be surprised film. if they were doing that. Just be like, especially with the Jim Carrey casting and stuff, like if all of it was just them just screwing around, like I would not be blown away at all. They release some like really stupid but maybe comedic like piece of crap film or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I, I really have no okay, idea what to expect. It could, it could seriously be Jim Carrey trying to fuck with an actual blue hedgehog and it would just be like the next solid banger of <laughs> Super Bowl commercials. What if what like, if it could just literally be a fucking Super it's Bowl? Gonna be spe it's going to be I would not be. I'd be what like, yeah, it, go ahead and say it. Like, what if it is a real hedgehog is shit who is I blue? But in the hedgehog's mind, he looks like Sonic, and he That's runs around like story. Sonic. I'm so it keeps cutting back from his owner, who's just Jim Carrey, messing with his I like hedgehog. Towards the end of Lego Movie, yeah, mm. and I'm then it cuts I want the hedgehog's that movie I'm point of view. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I'm gonna beat this Dr. Eggman." There you go. That one's free. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's the story. You're welcome, Sagu. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no it. idea what to expect, but that's a thing that's happening. Let us know what you think of the Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie and whether or not you think it's even worth talking about. <laughs> All right, time? We got some, uh, well, we got some art to look at. Oh, okay. Um, so let's go ahead and bring up the first fan art. This is from Preston Gordon. Oh, snap. It's, uh, even Catechus can't control both the Devil Gene and the Satsui no Hot. I was trying to put it together. I was like, I, was like, I see so elements cool. of Devil Gene, but then there's Akuma's mark, and he's then both of who them. is that? I got it. Look at my teeth. I like both how his pants just blend into the... Fire aura. Yeah, it's kind of still. Well, it's like he's got like Jin's fire. Yeah, pants. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also the catechus pants. They're hot pants. Yeah, yeah the hot pants. And then little wings. It's nice. great. Uh, we got two more to look at. So let's bring up uh, John Peter. What? Peter Alster. John Peter Alster. Yes. Yes. Uh, hey. Oh. Shit. oh. This one's the lobster claws. Uh, really where are the lobster good. claws? It's I guess really, we're bringing those to cast. Guys, it's desk. really scary to see them like hyper realistic. No, oh God, it's yeah. awesome. Look at me. <laughs> like I'm, look at my back. I'm ripped. This looks like if you were. How did I work out? An X Men character or something like that. With these claws. How do I do push ups with these claws? This looks pretty dope. Yeah, it's amazing. Man, uh, I feel like right. I feel like Torian could be a street shark character. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. I look like a character out of Shaq Fu. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah sure, yeah, that worked too. I like I, it. I guess. I mean, I was gangster. Street Shark. Shaq Fu. Sure. Whatever. Street Shark. Nice. Street shark Fu. <laughs> and then, then we got one more from uh, Leopold the Brave. Uh, this one is. Oh, this is super cool. Yeah. I love the girl. Inspired by the gorilla's art. Yeah. Uh, so it is, what is that? Chad, me, Torian, and. Sean or Nick? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. One of them. Sean or Nick. <laughs> fourth cast member. <laughs> <laughs> Insert fourth member here. Sam could also maybe blend into Ben. Yeah, there we go. We're a fusion. <laughs> Perfect. Just put glasses Dope, on it. Though. I like, I like cool. the style. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I dig it. Um, all right. Uh, oh, oh, wait. There's one more thing. What? Something about some top ten eyebrows. Oh, right. So if you if you saw the um, the uh, commentary for Rio versus Jin, we were talking about their eyebrows, mm -hmm. and somebody brought up the idea of whether yes, or not damn. a top ten top ten eyebrows video yep. would be interesting. I guess we got something about that to look at. Oh, oh. no, a lot of people oh a bunch of people want us to do it. I feel That's like really good is. too. I feel There's, like Gerardo like, put this together to convince me to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many dope characters like Kenshiro, Master Roshi, if I recall, has. Some pretty dank eyebrows. Uh, like, there's so many of them. They're great. Are there any characters that use eyebrows as weapons? There's got to be. There's got to be somebody uh, with like somebody. laser eyebrows or something like that. There's got to be. I was yeah. gonna say Bobo, Bo, but I think that's his nose hair. Yeah, the, the, there's yeah, a statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll look into top ten eyebrows and see. The that's next a thing. goddamn April Fool's thing, isn't it? You're gonna be pestering me. Why is eyebrows year. bad though? Like, what do you dislike about top 10 like, eyebrows? Hey, you say you're cruising YouTube, and then you get a suggested video, and it says top 10 eyebrows. Are you really going to be like, oh, those yeah, that's what I need ones. to watch. Yeah, why would I click yeah, on that? Those are the only ones I fucking click on. Like, I'm not going to touch one. I'm like, oh, it's the top 10 best JRPGs. I'm like, I got my own list. Don't need it. Like, I scroll across fucking eyebrows, and I'm like, whoa, tens, this is interesting. The coolest like, top 10s are top 10s that you didn't even really think about. I've been, like, the, the next April Fool's one is... Top 10 increases in elevation. Yes. Oh, God, not that again. It is so <laughs> dope, dude. There's so many good increases in elevation. The fucking what? stairs in Mario 64, Metal Gear Solid 2 ladders. That one with Destin Legary hated that idea over. It's brilliant. There's so many good ones, dude. Like, the top 10 increases in elevation is a dream come true top 10. It's incredible. Speed bumps to keep people He's got safe. a pretty straight no. face while he's saying all this. It's a good idea. You like think little of platforms times, that you get yeah. up and you raise them. Great. Yeah. And one of the games you gotta water a plant, and you water the plant, it turns into a fan plant. You get on that. Shoot. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's so there's so many good ones in just the yeah. Mario franchise alone. Like, there's nice. great ones. Yeah. What if we just called it top ten things that get you high? That's oh, that's better. That's, that's <laughs> way better. That is a better, better title. That's a great one. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just like garbage. platforms and stuff. Yeah. I that's like that a lot. Really I kind of dig it, I guess. I guess. Like, I oh, there's know. so I'm many confused. creaky, like, oh, the creaky elevator into, like, the dragon place in Dark Souls 2. Oh, fuck, that's a good one. Like, <laughs> dude, there's what <laughs> right. you think about. Right. Like, elevated, like, stages where you have to fight while it's rising or lowering or whatever. Yeah, dude, there's a bunch of good that's ones. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. you guys have plenty of different ideal ways to get high. So, um, but, but right now, just drugs. Though. Like, number one, <laughs> right now, drugs. it's like, time for the community death battle.
So go vote if you haven't yet. Uh, the link is still in the chat. You can vote for uh, the winner between Mach 5, Kit from Knight Rider, and the Batmobile um, in a Twisted Metal-style battle race thing, <laughs> slamming cars into each other. Uh, which one will come out on top? We okay. are specifically looking at like TV shows uh, and, and movies for, for research because I know like the Batmobile is probably going to have a million different iterations throughout the uh uh, comics and stuff. So just looking at TV shows and animation um, and, and movies, let's see which one will come out on top. And you can always use the hashtag DeathBattleCast to let us know uh, why you think your preferred victor should win. And we've got some answers for each of them uh, from you guys. So the first is for the Mach 5 from Final SD. He says, I'm going to say Mach 5 because in the 2008 cartoon Speed Racer TNG, the Mach 5 is able to run completely fine in outer space, deal with hazards such as exploding volcanoes and hurricanes, and run on virtually zero gas. Also, in most media, it was built to counter other supercars. All right. Very strong. I forgot about the space good. thing. <laughs> uh, for Team Kit. We've got a tweet from Albert Hernandez, and he says, Kit wins this hands down. The 2000 model was a fucking tank with over <laughs> 300 uh, mile per hour speed. The 3000 model was a virtual Swiss Army knife on wheels. The car features a nanotech-driven transformation system and a suite of onboard defensive and offensive weapons. And then for the Batmobile, we got a tweet from... Uh, uh, Josiah Jenks, and he says, if we're going with composite Batmobile, it wins easily. In Brave and the Bold, the vehicle could go transformer and become a robot suit. Oh. It took down Mongol, who is physically strong enough to pin down Superman in one punch. I, uh, quick, quick tidbit, that is probably like my favorite iteration of Batman animation. Brave, Brave and the Bold? Bold. It's so good. Pretty, Pretty neat. neat. It's so fun. I will say that that Superman is like, Relatively weak in comparison to Superman, mm -hmm. if I'm if I remember right. I think he gets into a fist fight with Batman, and Batman is yes. able to beat him with the suit. That, yeah, that whole like show is about Batman teaming up with people, yeah. and most of the time they're kind of like brought down a level, mm -hmm. like so. Yeah, yeah so I, w I wouldn't necessarily say that the robot is capable of taking on like a Superman as in the comics, or sure. even one who's absorbed the energy of a million suns or whatever. But yeah, uh, taking on a Superman, uh, a character who can take on Superman. There's a scaling thing, uh, is pretty impressive regardless. Although I will say, the Batmobile turning into a mech, I'm pretty sure, in fact, I'm positive, in Knight Rider, Car 3000 turns into a mech as well. And mm. Kit fights that. Mm. So, there's that. Uh, okay, my thing I, is, like, just, just based on Kit, like, I do think is really dope, but it's something based on, like, actual real life trying to fight cartoons. Yeah. It is going yeah, to lose. That's true. I mean Speed Racer is dope. I watched that video where it sprouts out like two giant saws and just starts dude, driving okay. through trees it's and got, stuff. Dude, to cut a tree down that while fast? you're going like two hundred miles per hour, insane. Also that to it just level. like jumps off of a mountain and just slides down at no they problem. Take that like, to yeah. another level. Well, it's got it's got the platforms that it uses to jump because mm -hmm. they were they were made to raise it up so that it could be worked on easily. But yeah, it uses it to like jump. Yeah, they're like top. modified so that it can pop up yeah. and do flips and stuff. It's like got the awesome. saw blades, it's got the like tacks you can shoot up behind it. The thing like can like fucking seal itself into defense mode so it can survive space. It can go underwater. Fucking it's crazy. And it's got the robo bird. 
which no one seems to be talking about, because, like, it shoots that robot... It's a fucking gnat again, man. What is with... Anyway. Uh, it shoots the robotic bird out, which can use its recons, uh, like, reconnaissance, but of course, you can also use it to, like, dive bomb shit, because you can set its, like, homing thing, and then send it home real fast. Mm -hmm. So you, like, I don't know, I'm going, I'm going with speed racing. You think the bird Mark might five. be able to, like, get inside one of the other Maybe. cars and jank it up? Yeah, that'd be great. Mess up its, uh... Ignition yeah. or the tires or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and again, like Sam said last week, if you look at the front, any of these in a head-on collision, they're just going to flip over when they hit the Mach 5. And yep. what, that, that's my question, a big question on Kit. What happens if you flip Kit over? Because I'm fucked. pretty sure it's done. Oh, I'm pretty sure Kit does have a way to get back over. Does he? I'm pretty sure it does, because I think that does happen in oh, episode, like a flap exactly or something. What, it's like yeah, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think it's like, got like rockets on the side that push it back over. Mm. Um, My thing I is, could be wrong in that though, because I didn't think about looking that up. If they're piloted by their respective owners, then the Batmobile probably wins. If they're not, I think the Mach Five probably wins. See, like, if it's I don't know. The car Mach Five thing, kids, you got to be pretty good to like, puff, like have that car perform. Not die in these races. Also, can we talk about how fucking dangerous these races are that he's in? Like. <laughs> The Mach 5, <laughs> yeah. this is the most dangerous universe in the world. Well, like, a lot of them are, are illegal wild. races. Yeah. So. Okay, they are very elaborate illegal races. <laughs> even the legal like, ones are insane. pretty, like, sketchy. Like, even the legal ones yeah. are pretty, pretty sketchy. Well, and this is, like, later Mach uh, Speed Racer where the, all the cars have all sorts of weapons and stuff. Um, and in the movie, the movie does a really... <laughs> Movie takes it to another level, movie like F Zero tracks and shit. Movie, yeah, they go they, that that, that yeah. movie was such a strange sleeper hit. Like it is such a good. It is. Movie. Like it is so good. No everybody one, hates on it. I'm so mad. No at them. one should have ever been like, let's make a speed racing He's, movie. You it's a bad the, idea, but they just let alone the Wachowski it. brothers. You talk or, about yeah. like the blades that come brothers out the, the front. Yeah, yeah. robot arms that come out the side and they battle. Yeah, with yeah. joysticks. Like yeah. it's crazy. So it's like Outlaw Star. Yes! Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yes! That's why it's so cool. The Mach, he fought the Mach for us to include the movie so he could talk about those yeah. fucking he, like, joystick so at, like Towards the end of that movie, like two of them like get caught in the wedges of how the Mach 5 is designed. He does like some, he uses the, the jump pass yeah. to flip off the side, and he spins sideways, and he crashes both of them, and he's fine. <laughs> the final And then blow. he fucking slides on the front of the car across the, <laughs> across the finish line, dripping in oil of victory and all this, and then he lands. <laughs> the oil like, of victory? Like... The Mach 5 is so cool. The final blow in that movie is fucking crazy. It is like, you, like you are go on back, the slow drugs. It down to really figure out what's going on. You are it's on nuts. drugs. It's so many cuts. It's so much flashing. And Dude, they, just... they were just, yeah. They, they, <laughs> like, they were like throwing the colors at you. Like, this is no anime. In re Mach, like, Speed Racer, that movie is like the closest to anime in real life that I can think of. Oh, for sure. Like, um, I think they did a, a, as good a job as they could possibly do, especially with the technology at the time. People hate that movie. Oh so my god! Here's here's where I'm looking at with these with these cars. Speed Racer has Speed Racer. That's what I mean. <laughs> Racer has has way more weapons and is faster. That that's that's undeniable. I think. Then Kit. Um, it's got more weapons than the Batmobile. Really? I, I think. I think so. the Batmobile only sure. just has Batmobile like has guns. Missiles, which it yeah, guns have, and but, missiles. Um, that's just it. in terms of overall like. Uh, the a Batman variety of weapons. Well, the Batmobile has like oil slick, tax, grappling hook, Speed missiles. Speed Racer got the with the wheels to protect them against oil slick. It does. It does have the super traction wheels that can like literally not be messed and up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into them just a little bit. So the Batmobile has very much the similar. I guess you can say he's got a kind of an equal arsenal uh, compared to the Mach Five, mm -hmm. um, and possibly the most experienced driver in terms of uh, maybe not necessarily driving itself, but just overall skill in everything, because <laughs> it's fucking Batman. 
Kit is a tank that is not going down too easily at all. Uh, and also has its own AI that I don't think either the Batmobile or Mach 5 have anything comparable to. Hasn't the Batmobile, in fact, in the Arkham games, doesn't the Batmobile have an EMP? Yes. Because then Kit's gone. That's, tr That's well, true. Unless Kit can resist it because of the casing of the mock of the of the car. That's a possibility. I don't know though. Mm. I don't know if that's the case. Um, regardless, I don't think Kit is taking it, but I th I don't really know what Kit would do to kill them, but I don't also don't know what they would do to kill Kit. I mean, well, like, 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 like I was just about to say, like, like, like um, Sam said, you just flip Kit over and he's he's done. Well, even if you get back, but flip him over, combo robot bird straight to the gas tank. Okay, sure. If it can get in there, sure. <laughs> For the Mach 5, yeah. Mach 5 versus Batmobile, I will say I think Mach 5 does have the advantage because if you blow out a tire on, in the Batmobile, it's done. But if you blow out a tire in the Mach 5... New tire! You can just put it back. Yep. It's just back. It's dumb, but yeah. it's, oh, it's so cool. <laughs> it doesn't so, make a lot of sense. Do but... you have choices, though? Like, is it either new tire or, like, reinforced tire? Like... It's just... An, it's Well, it's got two different options. He's got the... The replaced tire thing, sure, sure, sure. but all of his tires can get the additional. Uh, what is it called? It's called like the super traction. It's yeah, it's the like a super traction thing yeah, that yeah, can yeah, make yeah. it go up walls mm -hmm. and uh, drive across ice, things like yeah. that. Yeah, I say Mach Five. I'm leaning five. towards Mach Five. Mach too. Five. I, I'm not entirely sure how it would necessarily kill the other cars. I think it just speed and it's. Yo, like, those saw blades are in. Like, those saw blades got it. Speed. The saw blades could probably affect weapons. the Batmobile. Like, I think Kit would be a little more difficult, but it could probably get at under the very least, flip it over. Those saw blades can just decimate trees. And trees are no joke. Like, you'd be like, well, it's just wood. <laughs> it's like, no, cut through wood. Trees are no joke. Cut through wood when you're going super fast. I was going to say, like, you ever you see like a lumberjack stuff. try to cut down a at tree very, with like a badass saw? It takes a yeah, while. Have you at the very least, <laughs> those saw blades are going to dunk all over every other car's tires. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, outlaw star hands on the right. side. Saw yeah, blades so in the middle, outlaw star hands on the side. Mach 5. Mach 5. Mach 5. Mach 5. Well, we just oh, all are on Mach 5 side. All right, let's see the poll. And you guys voted for yes! the five. Everyone's on the same page oh. for once. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, job. Forty-three percent of people are on our, <laughs> our page. I mean, it's, it's almost fifty percent. Yeah, like and probably enough to like win an election. Physics. So, oh, I'm done. <laughs> uh, all right, that's awesome. Mach five wins this community death battle. Um, <laughs> that, that's, that's really awesome. But uh, we've we've got a new community death battle to talk about for next week. Oh yeah, and what's that? To give you guys. And of course, a week to let us know who you think should win using Death Battle Cast. And that is, as suggested by one of our own research members, actually, Max A Few Trades, Team Rocket versus the Pilaf Gang from Dragon Ball. <laughs> God damn it. It's a pretty good one. Yo. I really like this. Nice. <laughs> uh, so fr feel free to use any material for either of them because they got plenty of manga, TV shows, movies, whatever you want. How do you kill, like, Team Rocket, they get blasted off all also, the time. Like, so do Pilaf and his gang. Like, also, true. when they dress up as like crazy characters and get like powers and stuff, do they keep those in this fight? What powers? Like Team Rocket, they like. At one point, they like dressed up and like James was like flipping over cars and stuff. Well, that's There's just a, their secret agent training. A lot of Pokemon. Yeah. They are secret agents. There's an entire episode uh, dedicated to them like training, like fucking James Bond. Mm. Uh, going through boot camp, and then they just like get beat up by a ten-year-old kid for the rest of the series. <laughs> anyway, uh, let us know who you think should win and why using the hashtag #DeathBattleCast. And if you tune in next Friday, uh, 
for the live show, Death Metal Cast, we will have a poll for that up, and you can vote for that, and we'll chat about that then. That. That, that, that. That, that. You mother. And speaking of that, there's also <laughs> that new top 10 out, top 10 Pixar movies, and that new DBX, and that new oh, commentary Jesus. format. That you can go check out on that website called roosterteeth.com. Okay, bye. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> See you that next week. That.